0: Hello and welcome. This is the Fundamental Analysis Show on Chit Chat Money. My name is Brett Schaefer and I'm here as always with Ryan Henderson and we're talking the smallest company we've ever done today. Uh, It's, I guess, a new record. We're trying to go as low as possible in these uh, bear markets, but it's RAP Technologies, almost a startup. Uh, so it really doesn't have a valuation, but we'll get into that. Dean, do you do want to talk about what they do and then the history of the company and their products?
1: Yeah, so RAP Technologies is a security technology company. So in their 10K, it says they deliver modern policing solutions, but they really only have one solution, and that is their BOLA RAP 100, um, and I'll get into what the actual Product that they offer does, but uh, their total addressable market consists of 900,000 total law enforcement officers in the US, um, but they also have international sales as well. The customers, though, are actually the law enforcement agencies, not these specific um, officers. And there's over 15,300 federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies. So their actual product, the Bullerap 100, and I took a quote from their 10K, it says, is a handheld remote restraint device that discharges an eight foot Bola style Kevlar tether to entangle an individual at a range of 10 to 25 feet. So everyone should go to their site and watch the demo. Basically like imagine a cop chasing a criminal or whatever. He discharges this thing that looks like a taser, but out comes this rope. It expands fast. And then when it like hits them, it wraps around really fast.
0: And then it's Kevlar, so you can't get out, Um, even like a super strong or even someone that's going crazy uh, can't do that. And it's something that you can help restrain someone. I mean, it's not going to stop a gun, but it's another way to like, you know, there's trying to have technology that can help police officers not fire their firearms. And this is what they're just, you know, there's a big trend in that. And I think Bola Rap's trying to take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, and they said there's three primary use cases for wrap. One, restrain or limit mobility of someone experience, experiencing a mental health crisis, so someone that's on drugs or whatever, and they are a danger to others or law enforcement. The other one is remotely restrain and limit mobility of someone trying to evade law enforcement, so that's kind of the situation of someone running away. And then assist in subduing individuals actively resisting arrest. Those were kind of the three use cases they highlighted. Um, they did have some history on the 10K as well. RAP was organized as a Delaware-based LLC. Everyone should be, right? That's the...
0: I guess, yeah, that's what they teach you in uh, Business 201 or whatever.
1: Yeah, and uh, that was in March 2016. They were founded by Elwood Norris, Scott Cohen, and James Barnes. They formed after several months of research by their CTO and their primary inventor, who is Mr. Norris, so Elwood Norris, I assume. Um, Mr. Norris has over 80 patents to his name. So just a serial inventor or serial entrepreneur. Um, And James Barnes, who is one of the other founders, was previously the founder of a NASDAQ listed company called Genesis, which specialized in non-lethal sound technology. Not really sure how that works. Um, And then in December of 2017, they completed a self-underwritten public offering. Never heard of that. Um, in which they raised gross proceeds of around three point five million in cash. They've done other security offerings, and I looked at a lot of the like they they listed every time that they've raised cash. And each time I've looked at it, management themselves have bought like a shit ton.
0: Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like VC rounds where they're trying to keep ownership of the company, but they went public so early. Um, and it's kind of strange, but it's interesting and it's a little different. It's sort of like Virgin Galactic, but at a way smaller scale, uh, because I guess I'll get into the valuation. They have a market cap of 148 million, which is putting them into the micro cap territory, almost too small, uh, for someone like us to invest in, um, and honestly for someone like. If you're going to be a micro or nano cap investor, you have to be a really big expert. And we don't really think we're there yet. So this is kind of the low range of what we'd invest in. Their ticker is WRTC and the stock price is $4.95. So again, like Virgin Galactic, they went public sort of as a startup with little to no revenue. So the valuation doesn't make sense. And it's all based on the future and the growth story. Fun fact though, they are based in the same city as Axon Enterprises, their big competitor with the Taser product. Uh, so I don't know what it is about Phoenix, Arizona, but it's just I think I don't they're know. in Tempe. Tempe, Tempe, temp- temp, but temp. that is still Phoenix. Uh, and then Evie to Sales is 105, which seems ridiculous, but fun note again, barely double what Shopify's is. Uh, if you've been seeing me on Twitter, I've been trying to see how shopify is so ridiculous but that's a whole nother topic and that's an example the ev to sales of why you are banking so much on the future for this investment however so um, go ahead
1: i think it's important to note right now they are just barely generating sales they're sort of adopting and training these staffs and creating awareness around the product they're almost pre-sales you'd say they're ramping up revenue right now and it's starting to get there and it's growing really fast um and so people think once like these police departments adopt this as a new product it's going to happen at scale and there's going to be a lot of uh police departments that do that um so that's that's probably why the valuation has is an EV to sales of 105.
0: Yeah, it seems like that is baked into the market cap, uh, but the margin adjusted price to sales, which is price to sales divided by sales growth and gross margin is only 55, which is not too bad. However, that is boosted by giant sales growth numbers from a really low base. So revenue growth, uh, on a percentage basis, will probably slow in the next few years and push that number way higher. Mm. It looks like a wrap costs about twelve hundred dollars from what I saw. Not sure what a cartridge refills look like. And, you know, it's similar to a Taser where you have to buy the thing and then if you shoot it out, maybe you have to refill things or you pay up front. so you don't have to. You're not just paying all at once, so that could get them. If you base it off of all the federal agencies, you have $300 million in sales from this product with decent market penetration, but it, $1 billion just from this product is a total stretch. And I mean, you can kind of extrapolate what type of uh, sales multiple you would get, but the total addressable market for this product isn't giant, but they're at a small market cap. So I think the opportunity is there
1: yeah and i'll get into the earnings then there was basically two different um sectors to their earnings and one was financial financially and then there were like business highlights so i'll get into both of those um first the financials in the first quarter of 2020 the revenue was 689 thousand. um i don't think i've seen revenue in the thousands maybe ever in the whole time that we've been doing no no no. virgin virgin
0: galactic virgin galactic five million dollar company
1: um, and that revenue was up 484% because the year before they only had like a hundred something thousand. And that's, you know, a Testament to them sort of being a pre-revenue business. They have a $1.4 million backlog. That's a revenue they expect to recognize over the next 12 months. They have gross margins of 41.1% versus last year, 48%. Um, they they had total operating expenses of 2.7 million. So Revenue six hundred eighty nine thousand. Operating expenses two point seven million. Their operating loss was two point four million. Um, they spent a lot of they spent a lot of money these last few, last two years on stock based compensation and increasing their staff, which is sort of a future growth opportunity for me. Um, because they really only do so many things, but they've been really ramping up on their staff. And so they're expecting a lot of increase in spending. And then they ended March 31st with $15.5 million in cash and cash equivalents, which is 15 times their total liabilities. So healthy balance sheet, honestly. And then the business aspects, they began field testing their BOLA wrap with the LAPD, who's the third largest police department in the U.S., Has nine thousand officers. They received new orders from agencies in California, Missouri, Illinois, Virginia, Louisiana, Maryland, Minnesota, and Washington. Um, They shipped international purchase orders of two hundred bowler apps and two hundred or two thousand cartridges, and they're now in nineteen countries. They received one U.S. patent and two international patents. I saw that they have, I think, in total, eight U.S. patents. So I guess that gives them some protection over their IP. Um, and or their product and they have there are 195 departments now trained and there's 720 instructors certified to teach their specific agencies
0: all right next up is digging trenches so what do you give the moat rating for rap technologies this is an interesting
1: one and they they highlighted on their earnings call that they now have eight U.S. patents, and that somehow expands their moat, and it does in terms no, of...
0: No, 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 no. Patents don't expand moat, I don't think.
1: Well, they said we enlarged our moat through... Yeah, well, they, they, can say,
0: they can say that, but...
1: Well, I mean, patents do give competitive advantages because people can't come in and copy it, but...
0: Sometimes, sometimes.
1: Does that give them a, a huge moat? No. It's... It's honestly strange because there's not like a ton of companies out there working on this. Um, If anything, it would be...
0: The
1: only other non-lethal weapons company is Axon that I know of. Yeah,
0: they're kind of the mini conglomerate for all the police tech. So I'd say it's honestly like 0.5 or 0 for rap.
1: I'd say anyone that has $15 in cash is uh, susceptible to... Uh, like the entire business going to shit. So yeah, it's hard yeah. to have a moat when you don't have enough capital. Um, but yeah, even there's... okay, even the
0: companies like okay, even the companies with strong moats at the beginning didn't have strong moats. So like Amazon when they were a startup, no matter what the business model was in the long term, you have no moat. Then you have to prove it. So
1: yeah, they do have product protection though, if if that's something that you're looking for
0: yeah all right further reading uh what do you got
1: mine's efficacy so and this the efficacy of the product how well does it actually work i mean i assume it's pretty well because it sounds like there's a lot of uh pds adopting it but if the physical product has any flaws like any massive flaws that i'm not aware of um it destroys the entire business so um i'd love to see it like actually happen in person. Um, I don't know if I'll get that chance, but I would love to see it work in in real life.
0: Yeah. So yeah, if it would be worrying if uh, police departments were coming back and just going like, eh, we don't really need this stuff uh, because this is not a requirement for things for them to buy. This is kind of discretionary spending um, and it's not on like, you know, they'll have to put it on the budget, add in stuff. It's not like buying everyone guns and things like that. So that would be concerning. But if everyone likes it, that's also a positive. Uh, mine is going to be what other tech do they plan on coming out with? Their slogan, as any companies is, is very broad-based. Seems like the market cap is right around 10 to 25% market penetration, and that's, I know, a broad range, but it's really tough to gauge. So if, you know, they get what, you're going to get good returns if you get 50% market penetration with the Bola Wrap. Um, I think that's pricing in a lot of their total addressable market. And I know total addressable markets are kind of whack and you don't really need to use those, but I don't know. You're just pricing it a lot here and they need to probably come up with other products. They say that they're going to, just interested in what those are going to be. Yeah. What do you have for future growth opportunities? Uh, The big one they talk about in the conference call is testing with the LAPD. That is the Los Angeles Police Department. So this is obviously one of the biggest ones in the country. And some of the other departments probably look up to them um, as examples of like what people are using, you know, New York, whatever, all the big cities. uh, It probably trickles down, you know, connections, all the police officers talking to each other, things like that, reading up online. Um, They have 200 bowl wraps on a free trial with them right now so if this goes very well um successfully i know with everyone inside right now it might not get the same usage rate um as you know previously but who knows um and you could see a lot of momentum if this goes successful there could be a lot of media buzz um which could help them a lot
1: yeah it feels like they'll be able to sort of Slow any marketing that they're having um, once there's adoption from the big police departments, so Chicago PD, NYPD, LAPD. Um, if those adopt them, it's probably going to be word of mouth that's able to market their product for them. So yeah, you're yeah, right, at least at
0: least partly, partly partly
1: addressing those large police departments is a good idea. Um, it was hard to find any other future growth opportunities. Um, there, I was thinking about ramping up the sales staff. I guess other product like launching other products, but those are all kind of vague. So I'm going to do online training. They said that they're doing this apparently in the conference call. Is that what you said?
0: Uh, Yes. Yes. Um, They transitioned over to that um, because obviously they can't travel around and do the demonstrations in person uh, right now.
1: Okay. And then maybe carrying that out past Corona um, since it's a lower cost offering, I would assume. Um, However, for those large police departments, it may have that trickle down effect, like you just mentioned. So I think that one, and they said it was more effective to do the lessons in person. So I think for the large police departments, it's probably a good idea to do in-person training.
0: Right. Cause I mean, I guess it's just like the hangover movie when they test out the taser or whatever, you know what I mean? When you see those things going on in person, um, or if you test it out on a police officer themselves, you like, you know, say like one of the police officers gets shot in a testing thing with these bola wraps and they show like, oh wow, I can't get out of this at all. It puts that in their mind instead of just a video demonstration. They might be like, eh, do we really need this? We already got tasers and stuff like that.
1: Right. Um, highlights and lowlights. What do you have?
0: Okay. Well highlight for me is the tech seems very legit because the officers do seem to like it. Um, obviously they're putting stuff that, people like on their own website, so maybe I'd have to go to some third parties to get some validation. Uh, margins do look solid, although they're shaky because they're very early, uh, so hopefully gross margins could get to around 50% or higher, uh, which it looks like you know they're already at 41 or something percent for the last quarter, uh, but it has ranged a lot, um, and it looks like there's a lot of growth potential ahead. Almost 500% growth in sales from a super small base. Hopefully, they can keep up at least triple-digit growth for the next few years. Lowlights, though, a larger competitor in Axon, which is an acquisition target, um, as I think you're going to mention. I don't necessarily like these VC type plays that is bet- betting on a ton of future growth being already priced in. And it seems like they are selling a one-time hardware slash equipment that may get renewed every three years. These type of companies typically don't get a valuation multiple much above two to three times sales unless there's someone like Apple with really high margins and a very strong brand. So that's it for me, yeah.
1: Yeah, it is sort of a low light for me that they are so one dimensional and it's not always horrible to be one dimensional as a startup. I mean, you need to have something, um, but it, like if one thing happens to this bowl you know, it's totally product dependent. Um, and so it's, uh, that, that could be kind of a flaw and I'm not sure a product equates to a business, um. And that is why I think as a highlight, they would be a perfect Axon enterprises uh, target or acquisition target. The the synergies are perfect. It seems like a no brainer. Honestly, Axon has the capital to make sure that the business survives. I know that Mm -hmm. uh, I know that they have 15 million in cash or whatever uh, wrap technologies does, but I mean, they don't have a ton of runway um, and and there's just a lot of, inherent risk with being a micro cap like wrap technologies so I think Axon could definitely use the uh, the product itself because they work in non-lethal and that's another highlight for me is they provide a less lethal um, solution and even less painful alternative to the taser or the gun obviously so and I mean the further you can get away from having to kill people in order to stop them is probably better um, yeah and But that, that's right in Axon's wheelhouse. And I think that there's a good chance that this company or this product or maybe the patents around the product get acquired or get bought out. Um, but yeah, it, it's tough to invest in a business that's totally product dependent. That's kind of my low light.
0: Yeah, I would say as an Axon shareholder, I would not be disappointed if Rap Technologies kind of went under during this economic crisis and then they bought them up. Uh, but for Rap Technologies in general, uh, just a reference. If they say they can replace the taser, I don't think it's going to totally replace the taser. But it's something to watch out for, especially as me as an Axon shareholder. Okay. Axon does about 60 to 70 million in taser sales per year, or sorry per quarter, which is very high. Um, if you think the Bola Wrap can have that large of a addressable market, maybe. But uh, the things are not entirely different because cartridges for the taser make up a good amount of those sales don't know if the cartridges for the bowl wrap will equate but let's wrap things up here with the rating what do you got
1: um gosh uh i wish the i wish the uh, the valuation was a little better to be honest it it seems like it's priced in like they are already selling to a bunch of police departments the product is valid and everyone's like there's a bunch of people using it already which is not the case um, so th- they are literally pre-revenue but they're priced like they're pro- like already generating sales so I don't know uh, I'll go with like a 5 uh, no, no, no 5.8 5.8 I'm optimistic on the business I think it sounds like the product is solid it sounds like the tech is valid um, and I think that they could be a serious acquisition target for Axon so um, I like the business but not the valuation
0: Yeah, it seems like a thousand percent of revenue growth or even more is already priced in because if you have an EV to sales of 105 and your typical uh, at scale uh, margins will be what, like 10%, 15% operating margins or cash flow margins, and you have a one-time product that maybe gets bought every few years and there's no subscription or recurring revenue and it's not digital at all. You'll typically have an EV to sales of two to three if you're valued normally. Right. Um, and that's quite the come down from 105. So yeah, I'm going to be right around you. It's very interesting business. seems like they have a long runway ahead of them. And if they can defeat or kind of, you know, be um, normal for all the police departments, especially in the United States with 15,000 total uh, plus agencies, there's a lot of potential there. But it's already priced in. So it's going to be on the watch list for me. Maybe if they come out with a lot of other cool products, that'd be interesting. Uh, But yeah, it's going to be like six for me on the watch list, but definitely not buying in right now. This is not the type of stock. Could it 10X? Um, Maybe. Easily. Could 10X. It's very small, uh, but that's not something I want to... I think the risk on the downside, you have to put that into the equation and it's definitely there.
1: Um, and by the way, this was a show recommendation through our email, um, Chit Chat Money Podcast at Gmail dot com. Thank you to whoever sent it in. We've enjoyed these. They're always, I don't know. It's more fun when we get them from other people because we don't have any idea what the business actually mm-hmm. does.
0: No, yeah, and it's adding. Like you just want to go over as many businesses as possible because you want to just you know try to get all of them through your radar just in case you're trying to get those ones that have that potential for the long term yeah. this is it you know this could be one uh just too bad the valuation was so high but that's going to do it for this episode thank you guys as always for listening follow us on the you know email us like ryan said and follow us on twitter at chit chat money remember we are not financial advisors anything we say on this show it's not formal advice or recommendation thank you for listening we'll see you all next time <laughs>